At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Thursday, June 29th edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. It is a big day here for us at VSIN. The release of the 2023 NFL betting guide. It is available if you are a subscriber over at vsin.com. If you are not, well, today's the day to become a subscriber. Introductory offer for $19. You can get the summer kickoff special, our early bird pricing for $175. That'll carry you through the Super Bowl on February 11th and give you all of our premium content, including best bets articles, best bets from the shows, our upcoming NFL and college football content, along with our college football betting guide, which will come out on August 3rd, NBA, NHL, college basketball betting guides, our bowl season coverage, our NFL playoff coverage, and access to some new betting tools that we plan to roll out here over the course of the summer. So, vcin.com slash subscribe to get that in the NFL betting guide. You'll find team previews for all 32 teams, along with division previews, season win total picks on every team, season win total best bets from writers, vcin hosts, personalities, favorite futures and props plays as well. Several different feature articles, including one from Michael Lombardi, one from Brent Musburger, a couple from yours truly, Zach Cohen on the MVP race, Steve Mackinan and some of his data heading into the season. It is a jam-packed publication, and it's only 78 pages, so very consumable for readers. Head over to vcin.com slash subscribe to check that out. Again, introductory offer, 19 bucks. That'll get you one month free to check us out. Also get you the NFL guide, and you can look at that summer kickoff special for $175. that will take you through the Super Bowl, or you can do an annual subscription, which is 20 bucks a month, so that'll be 240 and take you into the last week of June next year so three different subscription options over at vcin.com and again our nfl betting guide released today so great work by everybody involved very happy with the way that this project came together the earliest release we've ever had of the nfl betting guide so please head over to vcin.com and check that out 
All right, so as far as Major League Baseball goes, 12 games on the board for today, although it looks like we're probably going to go down to 11 because the air quality is awful in Pittsburgh for the scheduled game between the Padres and the Pirates. So we'll see if that game ultimately ends up being played. I would assume probably not. If it does, it'll start before I even finish the podcast. So not really a whole lot of reason to talk about that game. That kind of allows me the opportunity to sort of skip ahead a little bit. The one thing I will mention about that game, Joe Musgrove in his last six starts, 198 ERA, 262 FIP, a 21.5% hard hit percentage. Remember, league average, 39%, and just a 1.9% barrel percentage. So Joe Musgrove is absolutely locked in for the Padres, and if they ever find a way to get the offense going, Musgrove will be a guy that you can reliably take. But, of course, you got some big prices on him out there in the market, including today, where DraftKings up over a $2 favorite now on the Padres. We got three late games in the National League, bunch of early games in the American League, and then one early game on the interleague portion of the slate. I have two plays for today, which I'll mention a little bit later on in the show. But let's go ahead and keep this rig rolling here with a look at the Brewers and the Mets. Mets, $1.90 or so favorite, total of eight and a half in this one, matchup between Adrian Hauser and Max Scherzer. And the first thing I want to mention here is, uh, you know, the I guess I'll call it highly anticipated Uh, press conference for Stephen Cohen was pretty boring, to be totally honest with you. Didn't really say a whole lot. All he said was that, you know, he didn't believe in midseason firing. So that means that everybody will hang around at least until the end of the season. And then, of course, he'll reevaluate at that point. Also talked a little bit about their trade deadline strategy, which right now he said he wouldn't be a buyer and understandably so. I mean, this team is not playing well. I wouldn't trade any future assets, especially the guys that are on the major league roster now, the rookies that have been called up. I wouldn't trade any of those guys uh, based on where the Mets are kind of sitting right now. But they are a big favorite, as I mentioned, for today's game with Scherzer on the bump against Hauser. Scherzer, 395 ERA, 343 expected, 412 FIP, over 70 and a third. Uh, Strikeout percentage is down, you know, and... Look, he's allowed two or fewer earned runs in six of his last eight starts, so he's been better. And, of course, Milwaukee's offense, not particularly good. But this, once again, looks like a big price on the Mets. And I've, I've kind of talked about this a little bit in terms of teams like the Astros, where you know that's an underachieving big-name team. And the market has kind of reacted, I think, accordingly to what they're doing this season. The Mets still feel like they're too big of a favorite in in most of their games. I think the Padres are kind of in that same boat as well. It doesn't mean that I want to take the Brewers. It just means that, you know, I think that there's still this expectation out there that the Mets will get things together. And I don't really know if that's the case. So we'll see what they do here today. Adrian Hauser, 402 ERA, 390 expected, 395 FIP, just a 14% strikeout rate for Hauser. So he's worked around a high Babbitt. And he's proof that limiting home runs can neutralize a lot of other issues. He's only given up three homers this season. He's only given up 20 total runs. And that's despite the fact that he's allowed 62 base runners via hit or walk. So this is a guy that's pitched around a lot of traffic on the bases, due in large part to his ability to limit the long ball. So we'll see if Hauser is able to keep that up. I will say I did think about the Brewers today. But this will be the first start for Hauser since June 9th. He's made a couple of relief appearances, went 10 days between appearances. So hard to say that he'll be super sharp in this one. But we'll have to wait and see what happens in that game. 
Phillies and the Cubs, Taiwan Walker and Kyle Hendricks in this one. Walker, $1.15 to $1.20 favorite, total of 10 with some under juice in this game. And, you know, for Taiwan Walker, read a piece over at The Athletic uh, about the Phillies pitching staff and about how things have improved for them. And the author pointed out what I've talked about where we had a velocity increase for Taiwan Walker, and he's given up two earned runs in his last 26 innings pitched, 26 strikeouts against six walks. Caleb Cotham, who's the pitching coach for the Phillies, he's part of that driveline baseball family. Uh, he was you know, one of Kyle Bode's most trusted advisors there at driveline. They work together in the Reds organization as well. Not really a big surprise, honestly, that a guy like that is able to make some adjustments and some changes as the season goes along. And Walker has a 410 ERA with a 449 FIP over the full season. But he's been really, really good here of late with that velo uptick. They changed some things mechanically, kind of made him a little bit freer, a little bit looser. That's really paid off. So we'll see if he's able to continue that today in this short favorite role at Wrigley Field. And for Kyle Hendricks, it's the same as it always is. 260 ERA, 418 expected ERA, 354 FIP, six starts covering 34 and two-thirds innings pitched. And, you know, look, he's not a big strikeout guy. And his FIP and his ex-FIP and his ex-ERA are almost always going to be higher than his regular ERA. But he's just a dude that commands the baseball really well. He stays out of the middle of the plate, gets a lot of soft contact with that changeup that he's got. He's got a 34.5% hard hit percentage against. And much like I just talked about with Hauser, Hendricks has only allowed one home run in his six starts. And if you can avoid home runs, you can make a living at the big league level. And Hendricks is a guy by and large throughout his career, who has avoided the long ball. Also over his last three starts here, 52.5% ground ball rate. So that's another thing to really help him out because it's very, very hard to manufacture runs still in this day and age in Major League Baseball. I got to say, this total being 10 looks high to me. It's going to be a little bit warm, a little bit of a breeze blowing out, a very small breeze blowing out at Wrigley Field. Um, 10 feels high in this game now it's not an official play for me but the more I kind of thought about it the more I looked at it the more I thought 10 just looks high I mean look the Phillies are hitting well in the month of June the Cubs they're a better offense against lefties than they are against righties and Walker's throwing well also so 10 feels a little bit high here uh you know we'll see I mean I like I said I couldn't bet it uh you know games at Wrigley Field can be a little bit crazy and you know, you never really know what's going to happen here in a game where you do have two guys that generally pitch to contact, despite what Walker's done here recently in terms of that strikeout percentage uptick. But Hendricks is a pitch to contact guy, and that sometimes can get him in trouble, you know, if he's not really locating that secondary stuff and if the Phillies are able to put some balls up into the jet stream. So I think 10 is low, but not an official play for me, at least not yet. Maybe something that I'll add as the day goes along here. The Dodgers and the Rockies. Emmett Sheehan getting his first taste of the altitude, taking on Chase Anderson in this one. And for Sheehan, a guy who struck out 88 batters in 53 and a third innings at double A, big swinging strike percentage, 19.7% in the minor leagues. So far, he's had some issues missing bats, though, at the big league level. And a big part of this is he throws a ton of fastballs, 65% fastballs. You can get minor league hitters to swing and miss at fastballs. You can get them to you know, expand the zone, swing at high fastballs. You can get by them with some velocity. At the big league level, it's a little bit more difficult to do that. So he hasn't had as much swing and miss success or as much strikeout success 
in his first two starts here against the Giants and the Astros, but he's been good. So not really too much to complain about in terms of Emmett Sheehan. There's a lot to complain about, though, with Chase Anderson. So Chase Anderson's given up 16 runs on 17 hits in his last five and two-thirds innings. Six walks, three strikeouts. He's given up five homers in his last two starts and 10 home runs in his last five starts. And this was coming for Chase Anderson, right? He was a great story, got off to a good start. But over his last three MLB seasons and 105 and two-thirds innings pitched, 681 ERA, 578 FIP. This was coming. He wasn't going to have some magical career rebirth in his 30s, pitching half of his games at Coors Field. It just wasn't going to happen. And now we've seen that regression hit like a ton of bricks. And we'll see, of course, if the Dodgers are able to take advantage of that. I did think about the Dodgers run line today, but a couple of different things. One, there's some rain in the forecast, so that could wipe out the two starters. And I I don't want to say it would put the Dodgers at a disadvantage if Chase Anderson goes out early, but certainly that's a guy that they want to take their swings against early in this game. The second thing is, you know, the Dodgers bullpen really hasn't been great throughout the month of June. They've definitely had some issues with that. And then finally, it was minus 135 to lay the run line. So didn't really think that was worth the price with Sheehan and the Dodgers, but I also wouldn't be shocked if they win that game running away. Moving over to the American League here, we got the Tigers and the Rangers. Reese Olsen and Cody Bradford in this one. This is John Gray's spot in the rotation for the Rangers. However, they're pushing him back to face the Astros here this weekend. So it will be uh, Cody Bradford instead. Bradford, nine runs on 14 hits and 15 innings at the big league level, but a 55.6% hard hit percentage, 20% barrel rate, average exit velocity allowed of 94.8 miles per hour. So he's given up some rockets, and I think they could hurt him more than what his numbers actually look like here. But also, it's his first big league start in 16 days. He pitched two-thirds of an inning on Monday. So we'll see how far he goes in this game for the Rangers. As far as Reese Olsen goes, 474 ERA, 382 expected, and a 382 FIP in 24 and two-thirds. But the thing for him, 27.7% strikeout rate, but only a 53.9% left on base percentage. He's given up a few barrels, but he's got a good swing and miss rate. He's got a good strikeout rate. The low left on base percentage should improve as we go forward here. He's an interesting guy, and I'll be watching him very closely, much like I am with Matt Manning, much like I am with uh, Tarek Skubal, who's going to return to the Tigers rotation next week. The Tigers are getting some major league caliber pitching back from injury and do have guys like Olsen going out there every five or six days. So that helps a team that is offensively challenged. I think as the Tigers start to get some of these guys back, there may be a period where we can bet on them, especially against other offenses that may struggle a little bit. So that's something I'm looking for. I uh, really wish I would have played Manning in the first five earlier in this series. Didn't do it, kind of a regret, but this is something I'm paying attention to with the Tigers, and I think that they will be a little bit of an undervalued commodity as they get some of those guys back. One more game, then we'll take a short break here. It is the Guardians and the Royals. Shane Bieber and Zach Granke in this one. It is oppressively hot in Kansas City today. Temperatures in the hundreds, heat indices up in the 106, 107 range. Going to be a very, very warm day at Kauffman Stadium. Probably not a good thing for these two guys. 
Bieber, 369 ERA, 412 FIP, but a 495 expected ERA. That strikeout percentage went up. He actually had a pretty good start against the Brewers for five innings, then totally fell apart in the sixth, went single, double, three-run homer, and then all of a sudden that turned a quality start into another one that just didn't look good on the ledger. Over his last eight starts for Bieber, 484 ERA, 470 FIP, 45.9% hard hit percentage against, giving up a lot of hard contact on the season. And again, a very good offensive environment for these two teams here today in Kansas City. And for Granke, 531 ERA, 495 expected, 463 FIP, 81 and a third innings pitched. This is a guy that's allowed 15 homers and 16 starts. He's given up 19 runs and 19 innings in June. Um, the third time through the order has really gotten after him on the season. He pitches to a lot of contact, and Bieber doesn't have the same strikeout rate this season either. I may regret not putting this play in the article with the total sitting at nine and Cleveland a minus 140 to minus 150 favorite here. Uh, no Bo Naylor in the lineup. He had a big night last night, including his first major league home run. Cam Gallagher will catch Bieber today. But, I mean, look, 10 is still a lot. It's still a lofty number with two offenses that are in the bottom five against righties. And Cleveland's offensive explosion yesterday, very, very much the exception. I mean, they would go seven games without scoring 14 runs earlier in the season. And again, offensively, their June numbers are up. But as I talked about yesterday on the show, it's not like their contact quality is up. I mean, their contact quality was up last night, certainly. But it's not like their contact quality is up that much. They're not really hitting the ball any harder. They're not really hitting more barrels. Um, yesterday they did, and you know maybe a one-off, maybe a building block of something else. But still, I couldn't get there. Having to ask for 10 runs from these two teams. Getaway day games can be a little bit weird as well. Uh, so you know, may regret that one. But uh, I do think that you know there are good hitting conditions. Uh, with two pitch-to-contact guys in Kansas City. Coming up, I'll finish up the American League, talk about the interleague slate on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, we're back here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews, very, very much appreciated here on the program. Let's go to the Yankees and the A's. Domingo Herman, 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history last night. He had given up 17 runs in his previous two starts. Throws a perfect game against the A's. Uh, not only that, the Yankees scored 11 runs. I mean, the Yankees had scored 56 runs in 20 games in the month of June prior to scoring 11 runs yesterday. So, I don't know. What are you going to do? Major League Baseball just makes no sense whatsoever. Anyway, Clark Schmidt and Hogan Harris in this one. It seemed like the A's were maybe going to use an opener. I could have gone with James Caprellian. It was his turn in the rotation. But instead, they'll go with Hogan Harris here. Clark Schmidt getting the call for the Yankees, who are $1.80 or so favorite, total of eight for this one. Clark Schmidt's been pretty good over his last several starts. Ten total runs allowed in his last seven starts. Nine of them earned 219 ERA. 369 FIP, 85.8% left on base percentage. But the Yankees have done something interesting with him. So his strikeout rate has dropped quite significantly over these last seven starts, despite having a lot of success in them. Over his first several starts of the year, first several appearances, first 40 innings, actually, he had a 25.7% strikeout percentage, but a 630 ERA had a 48.8% hard hit percentage, 12.2% barrel rate. Well, over his last seven starts here, 38.4% hard hit percentage and only five barrels allowed. So basically, the Yankees were like, look, man, you don't have to strike everybody out, but let's just locate better. Let's just command the zone better. And Schmidt has done that, and it's been a big positive for the Yankees, who are, of course, still waiting on the return of Carlos Rodon, still waiting for Luis Severino to look anything like his previous self, still waiting on Nestor Cortez to come back. It's been big for the Yankees to get some positive production out of Clark Schmidt here. But something else that's kind of happening with the A's, and I talked about this yesterday, and of course, J.P. Sears didn't pitch all that well, but their starting pitchers are, are making some gradual improvements throughout the course of the season here. And Hogan Harris is one of them. So Hogan Harris gave up six runs in his MLB debut. He walked five. Gave up one hit against the Mets back on April 14th. Got recalled on May 27th. 331 ERA, 364 FIP in that span. Uh, did give up four runs to Toronto last time out, but he only allowed three hard hit balls in that outing. So Hogan Harris has been pretty good, all things considered, for the A's here uh, throughout the last month of baseball. So we'll see what he does here against the Yankees today. Again, the Yankees, much like Cleveland, kind of having an offensive showcase last night. Not sure that's sustainable, but, you know, we'll see what they do here. A little bit of a warmer afternoon in the Bay Area. White Sox and Angels. Lance Lynn, Patrick Sandoval in this one. Sandoval in the Halos, about a $1.30 favorite. Total of nine in this one here. And 
We've seen some money come in on the White Sox for this game as people are backing Lance Lynn. Look, I to some degree, I understand it. 640 ERA, but a 470 expected, 485 FIP. Huge strikeout percentage at 27%. Just a 62% left on base percentage. BABIP is sky high at 340. His hard hit percentage doesn't really jive with that high of a BABIP. And also, he's given up 19 homers this season. And home runs don't count towards batting average on balls in play because they're not balls in play. So there are some positive regression signs here for Lynn, including a 378 XFIP. XFIP is FIP, but assuming a league average home run to fly ball percentage, which Lynn absolutely does not have. His is up at 20%. So there are some signs in the profile for Lynn that he could be better. Lefties are crushing him, though. 445 Woba. They've hit 14 of the 19 homers he's allowed. 276 Woba against righties. So Lynn's been good against righties. Maybe that neutralizes Mike Trout and Taylor Ward and some of the other more important guys in that Angels lineup. I still like Patrick Sandoval. 416 ERA, 459 expected, 410 FIP. You know, look, he's still getting swings and misses, but not getting the strikeouts. Highest first pitch strike percentage of his career. Great hard hit percentage at 34.3%. I just, I can't figure out why he isn't having a better season. But, you know, the market looking at Lynn for some positive aggression, looking at the White Sox against the lefty in Sandoval, this is, you know, kind of a very traditional handicap and a traditional line movement in this game. I don't have a play on it, but, you know, kind of going through and analyzing the line move, you can justify it. We'll just see if the White Sox are able to justify the trust in them here today. Moving over to the interleague side of things where I do have both of my plays for today. We start in the desert, Tampa Bay and Arizona. Zach Littell, Brandon Fott in this one. Littell's the opener for Yanni Chirinos. Uh, Littell has not really pitched all that well. Nine runs allowed on 16 hits and 12 and a third. He's given up at least a run in seven of his 10 appearances, so Not really what you're looking for out of an opener, I don't think. But Yanni Chirinos, 391 ERA, 556 expected ERA, 491 FIP. Strikeout rate is under 12%, giving up a lot of hard contact on the season. He's given up 13 runs over his last two starts on 15 hits, four walks, just six strikeouts and 10 innings pitched. So Chirinos is, is not pitching well at all. And there are continued negative regression signs in his profile. But Brandon fought in 23 and two thirds over five MLB starts, gave up 22 runs on 31 hits, got sent back down to triple a in five starts. There at three sixteen ERA 28 to five strikeout to walk ratio. He's been better. I just have no idea what he does here today back at the big league level against a good raised offensive team. I can understand why people are kind of interested in fought and the diamondbacks today, a little bit of a line move on their side, but That's a really, really tricky handicap, to say the least. We'll come back to the Red Sox and Marlins here in a second, but we go to the Giants and the Blue Jays, where you got Keaton Wynn and a collection of relievers for the Giants. And Chris Bassett goes for the Blue Jays here today. Blue Jays, $1.50 favorite, total of nine in this one. So Keaton Wynn gets the start, but Jake Junis, Sean Manaya, and Tristan Beck are all well-rested. So... The Giants have a lot of different ways they can go with this handicap here. In 12 innings, Wynn has allowed five runs on nine hits, but he's given up a ton of hard contact. 48.6% hard hit percentage 
average exit velocity, 93.7 miles per hour. So the Blue Jays could potentially jump on him early in this game. And I think that the Giants will just kind of read and react to the situation here. Uh, They play the Mets starting this weekend. So, you know, we'll see what they think in terms of how they should set up their rotation. They need another starter tomorrow. That could be an opener and Manaya or an opener and Beck or something like that. So we'll see what they end up having to do here today. For Chris Bassett, you know, very difficult handicap because he's been all over the place this season. 459 expected ERA, 504 FIP to go with his 432 actual ERA. He's given up 17 runs in his last 11 and two thirds. And he's had starts where he's given up seven, eight, nine runs this season. His 16 homers allowed have kind of been clustered in those really bad starts, but he's also had some great starts too. So he's just been all over the place. Very, very Jekyll and Hyde for Chris Bassett this season. I have no idea what to expect in this game here today. Uh, Maybe there's some equity in the Giants at the big plus money price, but I do think that the Blue Jays can score off of Keaton win. So maybe Giants live, maybe first five over. Not a play for me in this game. Really, really weird handicap, but that's how most Giants games are. Kind of strange handicaps uh, with all the things that they have to do with their pitching staff. All right, so the two plays I've got for today, let's start with a team that's looked really bad over the last couple of days, but I do like them here today. That is the Boston Red Sox. Brian Bayo and Jesus Lazardo in this one. It's been an ugly series for Boston. They've been outscored 16-3 to in these two games. However, let's talk about Jesus Lazardo here. 377 ERA, 360 expected, 344 FIP. Great numbers, right? How about this, though? 54 and a third innings at home. He's held opposing batters to a 259 Woba. 36 and a third innings on the road. Opposing batters have a 383 weighted on base average. So Lazardo has some very, very big home road splits on the season here. And he is pitching in a very unforgiving venue that is Fenway Park. If you want to talk about the run metrics, 265 ERA at home and 54 and a third, 545 ERA on the road in 36 and a third. The FIP difference, 276 at home, 445 on the road. His home run to fly ball percentage on the road, 17.9%. At home, 6.8%. So Lazardo has been a much different guy on the road this season. And furthermore, righties on the road, 418 weighted on base average. So if you're looking for player props, things like that, the righties for the Red Sox should fare pretty well in this one. And Brian Bayo is a guy, you know, I was on him in his last start against the White Sox. I just think at this point in time, we aren't going to get too many more bargains with him because he's pitching so well. 327 ERA, 412 expected ERA, 386 FIP for the full season. But if you take away his first two starts, which weren't very good, 245 ERA, 356 FIP, in his last 10 starts over 58 and two-thirds, 57% ground ball rate. He's been quite outstanding so far here this season, really growing into his own. And the Red Sox, sixth in Woba against lefties at 337. They're fourth in home Woba against lefties at 365. The Marlins are just 19th in Woba against righties, and Bayo's a good one. So I like the Red Sox here today. Minus 110 for the article. You can find minus 105 or better out there in the marketplace. But I do like Boston to bounce back in today's game. Other play for today, the Astros and the Cardinals. J.P. France, Adam Wainwright, uh, Astros. 
$1.20, favorite. This total is up to 10 across most of the market here. Did lock this one in at 9.5 this morning on the over. Um, I think 10 is still fine, too. I mean, look, it's a hot day in St. Louis. I talked about how hot it is in Kansas City. It's very warm in St. Louis as well. We saw a ton of offense in yesterday's game. These are two pitch-to-contact guys. Wainwright's been terrible on the season. Really, really bad here. 656 ERA, 682 expected, 537 FIP, 46 and two-thirds innings pitched. Only an 11% strikeout rate. He's given up eight homers, five in his last three starts. Just got shelled over in London by the Cubs. Wainwright's just been bad. And pitching to contact in this kind of offensive environment on a very, very hot day, that doesn't seem super promising for him. And J.P. France is a guy that there's a lot of negative regression signs in the profile for him. 354 ERA, 438 expected, 496 FIP, 83% left on base percentage with a strikeout rate under 19%. He's given up nine homers on the season. I don't think he's that good of a pitcher either. And on a hot day, as a fly ball guy that gives up home runs, I think the Cardinals are able to jump on him here. Also, these two bullpens, the Cardinals bullpens bottom five in ERA in the month of June. Houston has a 486 ERA in the month of June. So both of these bullpens have struggled as well. And I don't think we get long starts from these two starters because I think they give up some runs in this one. So over 10 is fine. Over nine and a half is the official play for the article. Over 10, minus 110, something like that is a good bet. DraftKings currently uh, minus 115 on the over 10. That's okay. But again, shop around for the best price that you can find. Um, And you could also look at the first five over six. That's a number that's out there as well. But I think this is a game with a lot of offense here between the Astros and the Cardinals. So over in the Astros and Cardinals, it's up to 10 now. I think that's still okay at minus 110 or lower. And then uh, you've also got the Red Sox minus 110 against the Marlins. One more show coming your way for this week on VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. That'll be tomorrow. Please rate, review, subscribe. And again, subscribe over at VEASAN.com and get the 2023 NFL betting guide, which is out today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.